So last time I explained the, the meaning of this verse, and there are two things more to explain, inshallah, but before that, just we have to understand the construction. That how it, it says, not only in Arabic language, when you say, you know, when you make imperative, you say kul. And when you make you know, nahi, for a bit someone, you say la taqul. And when you emphasize, you have to say kulanna. And you must say. And if you want to say, you know, you, you must not say, then you say la taqulanna. It is emphasis. And you never should say. So la taqul, you must not say for anything. To so, la taqulanna, never say for anything. Inni fa'ilun dhalika ghadan that I am going to do this tomorrow. So tomorrow here does not mean tomorrow, it means in future. So that Gata means anything, I'm, not, I'm going to do something, don't say, Illa an yasha Allah, except that Allah wants, Allah wills. So what does it mean? What, illa, what is Mustafa mean? Where Illa is connected? So Illa is not connected with Fa'ilun. Not connected with Fa'ilun that I am, you know, I am going to do, except if Allah wants. This is not a connection. Connection is la taqulanna. Don't say for anything I'm going to do except when you say this as well. The meaning is you are allowed to say nifal ghadan, but you have to add inshallah. So maybe you can say like that la taqulanna lashayin in nifalun dhalaka ghadan illa an taqula an yashallah. You have to, uh, you know, when you say nifalun dhalaka ghadan, you have to say also this that Allah wills. Is it clear? So you know what, what, what a Mashiach means? Mashiach basically meaning is that you know, in this universe, whatever is happening, it is happening except only with the will of Allah Taala. He has given the power to the people. He has allowed them to make their own judgment. Actually, he commanded them to make judgment. But they always should understand they cannot do if Allah wants, except if Allah wants. So meaning they must trust in Allah alone. So you do things properly, but trust in him alone. That meaning the will. Then another word comes in Arabic language that says Adena ya Adanu. Adena ya Adanu in Arabic language basically means to allow <coughs> or to you can say to command. Some people say Baidanilla. You know, I'm going to do this Baidanilla. I'm going to do this, you know, this is not allowed to say. Because Baidanilla means with Allah's command. And you don't know Allah's command. You are not allowed to say with Allah. How can you know Allah's command? You only are allowed to say connected with Allah's will. So it means that trust in Allah Taala. But to say that because you know I am not going to travel except with Allah's command. So how are you going to travel with His command? He is going to send a command to you. How are you going to do this? So Sunnah never has been to say Bedinilla. I don't know where people have got the Bedinilla. Either it means you know a command. And Illa Yadna Allah Hulim Yasha, where the except if Allah commands, He said that you are these are people who you can intercede. Then they intercede. Not that the prophets will ask people to intercede. No, Allah will say, These are the people you intercede. 
And these are the qualities. Yeah. Can you say about something in the past? I did this in Nidla. No, because it's Nidla, you don't know. But, but Allah allowed it to happen, so you know. Yeah, but even it means Allah's come up. You did not have Allah's come up. It is saying, basically, you want to say, Illa bi amr illa. The Jews say, you do say, because of amr Allah. It did not mean decree, Shaykh. It did not mean decree. It's a big permission, Shaykh. Some people say it's like permission with the permission of Allah. Yeah, but how do you know his permission? Maybe if it happens. No, one little thing, basically, one little thing people have got is that they have to depend on his will, his power, basically. You have to depend on his power. You don't know his command. You don't know his permission. No, you depend on his will. So if he wills, things will happen. So that's why we depend. We are doing everything, but we depend on his will. If his will happen, the action will happen. Our our preparation, our intention, our determination, they are not enough. But if you say Bismillah, you are to say that you know Allah has commanded me. If I say I did this with the command of Allah, how do you know his command? Cannot be decreed. Cannot be decreed. The decree of Allah. So how you know? But that's a, that, that everything happens with his cousin. You are not doing anything. Anything. Yeah. You basically you want to say that you know I am doing. Uh, you know this my doing is Allah's cousin. That's that, that's what purpose. The purpose is you have to depend on his will. Meaning it will not happen except he makes to be to happen. Other basically means you sit around. I still think Allah. You know Allah's cousin. Whatever happens, there's not purpose. Purpose is to make you move, do things, and uh, but you believe. That things are not happening because of your will, of your action. They are happening because of his will. So depend on it. Basically, this verse, this this command is for tawakkul. Command for inshallah is to teach you tawakkul, nothing else. Well, what's the difference between will and qadr? Qadr no, basically means that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made all the things written down properly. Yeah. The properly the plan has made. It is not that we are going to move because of his plan. This is not what is happening, that's what we are doing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to move. He has commanded us to do things, determination. And then after that, we don't trust in our action. We trust on his will. You know, we are not trusting on his writing. You understand? Because this basically is not the way. Though everything is written as well, as well. But that's what not, not moving. You are not moving because Allah has written something. No, I'm moving because you know, I have determined something. But at the same time, I don't trust in myself. I trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will help me. He will make me to, this to happen. Is it clear? So basically, don't depend on the Qadr. Qadr basically is only, Qadr's purpose is that Muslims should not be lazy. Meaning, it, when you are defeated, so don't lose your time. You know, Allah planned for me, this happened, don't worry, but I have to move, I have to keep doing. I'm not about to lose my time just regretting or something like that. Yeah, yeah that's a good meaning, but that basically happens before, before the action. That you ask Allah to guide you, to tell you how to make planning, how to make action. You know, when you say, for example, our faqa basically means somebody does, for example, somebody does not study. You make dua Allah, make him to study, give tawfiq. But what Quran is telling not more than that. Meaning is you followed your fitra, you followed your will, you regard the, the knowledge, and you did the full action. You basically did everything as best as possible. Then still you don't trust in yourself. Most people will think, I, you know, now I've succeeded anyway. I've done everything anyway. I, you know, the students will think, you know, I've been working very hard day and night. I'll pass exam anyway. That's what he does not want. You do everything, but you don't trust in yourself. Don't trust in your preparation. Trust in Allah alone. Is it clear? Tawfiq basically is when you make dua for someone to prepare, to do something. Say, may Allah guide him. May Allah make it easier for him. Tawfiq means to make it easier for somebody. That's what faqa means, to make it, you know, agree with his condition. 
Well, why doesn't it say illa insha'Allah? I mean, uh, I mean, obviously there's some grammatical reason why it's insha'Allah, but if it's illa an taqula, then it should be insha'Allah, isn't it? If it was no, illa no, no, la taqulan, la taqulan al shayl. So don't say illa mash illa qawran mashiatullah means except you say in something which connect or maybe we can say illa taqula nashan in the father ghada illa taqula anya sha'allah that Allah will specifically connect with the taqula do you say inshallah you say inshallah but it connected with 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 you don't say for something but you should say also that Allah will say. But, but then it should be in Allah, isn't it? If you say illa al taqula, in Allah, because of taqula, it's in, isn't it? No, no, that's not in. That's not in. Uh, 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 that harf al nasib. This, oh, yeah. uh, this, this is an masriya. Oh, this is an different. This is an masriya. It's not in al shartiya. No, no, it's not in shartiya. It's not in na. 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 It's and Masari is already on it, never in. So when you say illa and taqula, insha'Allah, it doesn't mean if Allah wills. No, no, you cannot say insha'Allah anyway. How can I say? You can say illa and taqula, insha'Allah. Then meaning will be, except you say this sentence. But this is not what I'm saying, that you, except you say sentence of insha'Allah. You know, when you say la taqula na illa, insha'Allah. Don't say anything except insha'Allah. That's not what I'm saying. Quran is, Quran is not saying that, you know, don't say anything except inshallah. Quran said, don't say that I'm going to do except that you also say this. Yeah. So inshallah means except you connect mashiyat, mashiyah, fallah, will of Allah with that. Yeah. So you said, yeah, the exception is from la taqulanna. Don't say, but a saying which is having a inshallah. So any saying is forbidden. Or in the future, except this saying which has got Mashiach uh, for uh, 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 then Allah giving permission uh, to the client to say Zalika Khadan. Allow to say, inshallah. Then what meaning will be? You know what meaning will be changed? When you say, illa insha'Allah. I am doing it, if Allah wants not to, help, not to do. This is what you want to do. You want to do, you want to do and you want Allah to will that. You know the meaning. You know, when you say, I am going tomorrow, I am going to do this. And you say, inshallah, meaning it, I am going to do. If Allah wills, means you want Allah wants to will that. But if you say in the fa'alun zalika illa insha'Allah, you know what meaning is? It's not that if I, meaning is if I do, it is my doing. If I, it does not happen, that's Allah's Mashiach comes. Allah's Mashiach comes for not happening. That's why the people say it is not coming with in the fa'alun. Even if you say in the fa'alun illa insha'Allah, meaning what? I will do anyway. But if Allah does not want it, then how can I do? But this is not what we want to. We want actually to say, I want to do with the will of Allah. Allah, you know, I ask Allah to help me. I want to trust in Him. So if it happens, it happens with His will. But if you say, in the Allah, inshallah, it will negate the whole thing. You know, think about that. So that's why all this, this is actually one of the problems of, of this sentence is because some people misunderstand. 
So it is connected with la taqulanna, not with the nifalun. Yeah, what a question? I think you said in the past as well that regardless of whether you say inshallah or not, it's going to happen. Allah, Allah wills it anyway. Allah will will for everything to happen. But when you say inshallah, is it anything to do with the other? So it means Allah, you're showing respect to Allah that. No, no, the hukm, because meaning it is just like a good never say. Now, the thing that people have to understand two things really. First thing is, inshallah is only connected for the future, to not for the past. If something happened in the past, you don't say inshallah anyway. So, the past, when you say, I did this thing yesterday or something like that, you don't say inshallah. Something you're doing, you don't say inshallah. Inshallah is always said for the future, meaning that I have done everything properly. Now, the, you, know, you know, I trust in Allah Taala. But when you say Inshallah in the future, that one has to understand. Sometimes you, you, uh, you are saying that I have done every single thing and I have now determination. So then it becomes obligatory, you have to say Inshallah then. So for example, if somebody says that, you know, are you tra traveling? Means you have make all the preparation, everything properly. You say, Inshallah, I'm traveling. Means you, you are, your determination of action. Something actually what happening is, people are asking what your intention. Are you, you want to travel? So you say, yeah, I'm tra traveling. So it, is, it, it is not that you, you, are, you are emphasizing your action. You are only emphasizing your intention. If, in, if you, your intention is the intention only, nothing else, then you don't need to say, Inshallah. For example, you know, are you going to do, for example, somebody says, are you going to come to this class? He says, yeah, I, you know, I'm thinking, or I'm making myself like that, you're not to inshallah. But when you have made every preparation, and you think really, we want to do this, then say, you know, I will do this inshallah. To understand this properly, when azm is on the amal, on the fear, meaning that you have made all the preparation, and now you determine you must do this, so don't trust on your determination or direction, trust in Allah alone. But when you are making your mind thinking, and somebody asks you what your mind is, then you don't need to say inshallah. You say, no, I'm, I'm proud to do this. I, know, I want to do this. I want to travel. I want to go this. But when you have made all the planning for travel, traveling, every preparation, then you say, inshallah, I will travel. So I will leave. So it's at the point of doing the action. So if yeah. I say, I'm, I'm going to run, I'm running for the bus. Yeah, yeah. I'm running for the bus, inshallah. You don't need to say inshallah then. Okay. But what you need to say is because that's why your condition is happening anyway. But what you say that I, you know, I will catch the bus, I will travel on the bus. So that's not your hand. That basically you need to, you make it with it that you say, I will, you know, inshallah, I will do this. That's yes? intention though, isn't it? That's intention because you're actually performing the action. Hmm. So when you say, I'm going to run. You know, it, it's same sentence, two different conditions. If I'm saying I'm traveling, <coughs> it has both meaning. It depends on what the condition is. One meaning is that you basically just want to know what my plan is. So I was saying, I'm, you know, I'm traveling. So that basically is not to say inshallah. But one meaning of the, my traveling is, no, you know, I'm traveling, you know, make my mind a profession to inshallah. Then you say inshallah. So, you know, it depends how, how you want to say it. So, all I must say, when it is just pure, just only your intention, then you don't need to say inshallah. Because basically you want to say other person that this is what I, I made my mind. So, you don't need to say inshallah. But if you, for example, if somebody wants to say, ask you, do you want to marry or not? I say, yeah, I want to marry. You know, I, I'll marry. So, you don't say inshallah. But when you have made preparation, you found someone, you say, no, inshallah, I will marry her, something like that. Then you, you know, make inshallah, because, you know, that you, so basically, intention on the azm of the fear. Inshallah is connected with the azm of the fear. It is inifail, inifail means what? Azm al-fair. So when you make determination of the action, then you must say inshallah. You cannot trust on yourself. But when you're planning, you're thinking, you, you know, make something intention, then basically the other person not interested whether it happened or not. He's not interested. He just wants to know what your plan is. Whether it happened or not, that's a different matter. 
to him because some people father you know for example we want to travel and you don't you have your mind so i just want to know your mind whether traveling will happen or not just as a matter just we want to know your mind in that case you don't need to say inshallah <coughs> not necessary if you say that's fine not it becomes very silly sometimes because there's no need for that because inshallah for tawakkul it's not just you know just, just planning is it clear you know those boss you know sometimes you have just planning intention to in the, the person does not want to know from you you know whether you really have been going to do or not he just want to know what your mind in that sense, in that one you don't need to say inshallah but when you say when you have made a very plan and you really want to do something then quran wants to learn to teach you still you cannot do you have to say you have to trust in allah subhanahu wa taala yeah so the machine in inshallah is kawniya Hmm? Sir? The Mashiach, yeah. when you say Inshallah, yeah. it's Kauniya. So, yeah, no doubt, it's, it cannot be commanded, it is yeah. Kauniya. Yeah. So, in that case, why can't you say Bi'ithnillah, meaning that, 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 that the Mashiach of Allah? No, either, yeah, because the, the problem actually is many, many people think either it means Mashiach, I am teaching to you, either it does not mean Mashiach, either it means a command, either, either it means a permission. You know, it means to listen to, to put your ear. Do you listen to Allah Subhanahu what he's saying? In, in the, see in the Quran anywhere, when it comes, it comes either in the meaning of command or it comes in the meaning of listening to someone. That's what it comes, nothing else. To hear, what to hear, listening to, no, you are not going to listen. Because actually what happens is that the Urdu language has a problem for people who study Arabic. Because very often when they read any Arabic word, they, they understand, they think in the, in the, in the meaning of the word, they, are, they use in the Urdu language. Similarly, many modern Arabs, when they read Arabic words in the Quran, Sunnah, they think it means what, how they use. So that's what I have to say. Either it does not mean Mashiach. These are misuse, the corruption of the Arab people. Arab people have corrupted the meaning of Idhne. It's not meaning. Idhne means Arabic language, command or listening to someone. Put your ear there. That's what it means. It does not mean Mashiach. Yeah, that, come on. Yeah. How do you, after, what is commands that you're hearing? Well, it seems to me that that means more machine, no? No, it means that Allah SWT commands something, that's what happens. Things happen with the command of Allah SWT. Maybe you don't know his command, but it happened because of his command, not it happened by itself, with the command of Allah SWT. Like for example, the Quran says, Illa'i'adhanallah liman yashaw, where the? Ya'adhan liman yashaw, you see what it means? Either and Mashiach both are two different things. Illa and Yadan Allahu, Leman Yashao, Werda. To either not say about Mashiach. Mashiach is the will of Allah SWT. That will connected with action, meaning is to make it happen. So we have to depend on Him, we have to trust, trust in Him. Either basically, He's like you can say the command that comes from Him. It could be in any condition coming from Him that you do this, you do this. So things listen to Him, obey to Him. And will basically, He's doing it. In, nothing will happen unless he does it. That's what will means. And Adana means when he dec- when he sends a command. Do so, you know? Isn't the Ithan to have the Ithan? Do you not need to have the Mashiach before that? Sorry? Do you not need to have the Mashiach before you have the Ithan? I mean, isn't, isn't yeah, it Yeah, it could Mashiach? be. No, that's one of the very Ithan is Mashiach as well. Yeah. So that's why we are not depending on his Ithan. Because we don't know his Ithan. We are depending on his power that he does. That was Mashiach. So simple meaning of this thing really is that when you do something, you are not waiting a revelation. You are not waiting for a dream. You are not waiting for inspiration. Simple thing, you have done everything, now you are waiting Allah to do it. That's, that's what Inshallah means. Ithnullah means 
that you basically are waiting until some dream will come, revelation will come, and then you decide something. Nothing will to come. It's not Allah's command. Allah's command is use your knowledge properly, do actions properly, and then don't trust in yourself, trust in Allah alone. Yeah. Um, in, this, in the context of this verse, wasn't it that the Prophet was waiting for revelation? So if there was nothing more he could have done, so why did he have to say, Question. You know, it's, that's a good question. Really. What? What? Let's, let's think properly. He said, "I'll tell you the answer." Yeah. But he was waiting for the answer from Allah. He didn't know the answer. He was yeah, but, but the thing is, he should still tell Inshallah because he 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 thinks because since he's a prophet, he must know the answer. So maybe he thinking that you know, the question has come out, or everything has happened. Now it must happen. So that's not enough that people ask questions, your prophet to answer must come. To admit, you know, so you can see, sure. it's not enough that you are a messenger and people ask questions to answer must come. So you should not assume like that, you should actually still say inshallah. So that's what so we think. Yes, prophet would answer the question of the person. So somebody asks a question and he's a prophet and his prophet whose truth depends on that question. So in all those things, so he thinks, you know, Allah must save him. Allah SWT must protect him. So Allah SWT must say, no, you have to trust in him. You just Isn't don't. that trusting in Allah anyway? Isn't you know, I'm thinking the Prophet Sallallahu condition was not really that he not trust him. <coughs> I said last time, I said, but this, this, this thing Allah is using to teach him properly, proper manner. So no doubt the Prophet Sallallahu heart never can be without trust anyway. But even for the Prophet to do a small mistake is a big mistake. So Allah wants to, to teach him this 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 thing this incident has been used in the Quran to teach him. So very often because the revelation comes, revelation is connected with the condition. So that person can learn easily, easily. So when it happens and Allah did not respond to him, so now the person is you know worried. So now the revelation comes, you know, so now he will keep in mind all the time that I never should, you know, like the people say the, the story of uh, Sheikh Chilli in India. The Sheikh Chilli went to buy 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 the horse with the money. So one of his friends asked him, where are you going? So he said, I'm going to buy, buy the horse. So the person said, why don't say Inshallah? He said, Inshallah, money in the pocket and the horse in the market. Why Inshallah? And then he went and he decided to buy a horse. And then he took his hand and the money was stolen. So then he said to the seller, my money has been stolen Inshallah. I'm going to the house Inshallah. I'm going to bring money Inshallah. Inshallah is no use. So he should have said, no, I'm going to buy the horse Inshallah. But he, saw, he was thinking he has got money in the pocket and, and horse in the market. So he, he missed. Yeah. Well, you said last week um, the Prophet, um, he wasn't tawakkul because he depended on the Rubiyah. He only became tawakkul when he said, Inshallah. So that's why he, he was required in this. Way. Yeah, I mean, that his condition of the trust in Allah is any, a, a, anyway. So all the time he's there. This is, the, this is the, also another point. You know, because he's trusting that Allah SWT will do anyway. This is not the right way. Like for example, I'm sitting that Allah will feed me anyway. So this is not the right tawakkul. Right tawakkul is that you listen to him. So that's what tawakkul on Allah as, as, you know, as a law means you listen to him and then he will do. So you know, this is, yeah, this is one other way of looking at, at the same thing. So you know, Allah will feed anyway. But then you're, it's not a ibadah. If you do a tawakkul on his rububiyyah, that's not a ibadah. But when you do whatever he said and then you trust him, then it becomes ibadah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sheikh, and if, uh, about, when you speak about other people doing something, uh, 
Do you ever say inshallah there? I don't know how much it connected with you either. Example. For example, you say, my mother is coming from Pakistan tomorrow, inshallah. Yeah, but it is connected with you. So you have to say, inshallah, because her coming, though, you know, you are expecting and she is coming, to still, you know, you, you, are, you, know, you, are, you cannot make her to come, but still you are, you are thinking and wishing for her to come, all those things, it is from you. And you want to, you have to say, you know, people should say, inshallah, for that as well. But if somebody wants to say, does your mother want to come here or not? Yes, you can say, yes, she wants to come. So you don't say, inshallah. But when it is coming, is it... You know, certain, certain, determined. Then you have to say, Inshallah, because Allah, Allah is the one who can make it. Okay, so, that's uh, just, 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 just question line. Yeah. So whereabouts should Inshallah be in the sentence? Uh, some people. <laughs> whereabouts in the sentence should Inshallah be? Uh, the Quranic verses, you know, Satajidini Inshallah min al-Sabiyyin is in the middle. So where do we say in the beginning or end of the door? It, it should be connected. The only thing people don't like is that there should be a separation. That they will like. And most people say, if you make inshallah, in not in the same way, that is not connected. So that is one of the discussions. The Maksari goes in very detail about this matter because his Hanafi, Imam Hanifa's opinion is that inshallah must be said in the majlis. If it is said somewhere else, then it does not, does not have a meaning. So, for example, if you do buy with someone, a ruler, you know that I am going to listen to you, then you, know, you should be open. Then, after that, coming outside, then say inshallah. When you say inshallah, then by is gone. But it, if you only can go when it is inside, there. But if you have left the majlis, Abdullah Abbas used to say inshallah can be used any time. And that was the opinion of you know, Abbasi emperors, then uh, uh, you know, Rabi, the Hajib of Mansur said to Mansur, the Abu Hanifa, he does not follow your, 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 your father. He, he said, in, you know, inshallah only can be effective when it is in the majlis. So Mansur said to Abu Hanifa, do you differ from my, my, grand, my father, Abdullah Abbas? Imam Hanifa said, Oh, Amir Mumin, what happens if somebody, people come to do bayah with you and they go their home and then inshallah. Then Mansur becomes right and he said, No, no, Abu Hanifa, then you know, he's, he's, Abu Hanifa is right because Abu Hanifa's opinion helps Mansur more. Otherwise, people do bayah, they make inshallah the exception. And that's true, really, because if you can keep making exception any time, then no sentence can say in the world. I promise you, and then I go to home, I say inshallah. <laughs> so then no promise can be in the world. So now our contracts are in the past tense. Yeah. So all the content, you marry someone, and they come home and say, inshallah. <laughs> come marry with inshallah, that happen. Yeah. In Arabic, it's in the past tense, right? Which in, and inshallah, you said, doesn't work with the, with the past. So in Arabic, but, in, but in it means in, in future. But you, in Arabic, we contract with, with the past tense, right? Contract with the past tense. Yeah. But with the contract, you pay, say inshallah, contract becomes invalid. But inshallah has no meaning then, does it? No, inshallah has meaning. If you, in the contract, in the contract, you say inshallah, that contract is never valid. For example, if somebody says someone, I will, uh, uh, in, uh, I married you inshallah. Then marriage will not happen. With the mother? Yeah, mother. You say, okay, inshallah. Okay. Then it's not marriage. If you say, okay, then it is marriage. But you say, okay, inshallah, then not marriage. Because you don't know Allah's mercy anyway. So it, no, no. And if, if people allow to say, inshallah, later on, then they can say to somebody, I married you. And then after that, you can home and say, inshallah, to finish. So nothing, nothing will happen. No contract will mean anything. Does it mean the same thing with divorce? Yes, yeah, if you people say I divorce inshallah, nothing, no meaning. <laughs> you know, nothing, because inshallah, inshallah, when inshallah comes, basically, it means it not happen. And you don't know what Allah will say. That's why the ulama used to say that in all these things, nothing, never put inshallah. Because Allah, the will, nobody knows. Allah, the will, only put for the truth, trust, when you want to make your trust. But for the contract, you can't make Allah the will, you cannot connect the contract with Allah the will. Who knows Allah the will? 
should be with the Fed that's to do in the future, so we'll buy generally. But what if the Fed is off money? So, so it's connected with someone else, and, and the Fed is fine. It's um, uh, it's with the future, and then you say, inshallah. So you command someone, and then you say, inshallah. Is that it could be because sometimes you want to say, do it, meaning either, you know, with all preparation, everything that you know, now you do, inshallah. You, say, to you know that you know, he has done in his capacity to do. So you, say, you say, no, move, inshallah. So, so, but sometimes you just command to know, you should do. So that's another matter. Sometimes you want the person to move. Now you're determined, move on. So you say, do, inshallah. So you say, now nothing is left. You know that, move, inshallah. Allah will help you. Something like that. So you say, inshallah, like that. You can command as well, inshallah. You know, simple meaning is whenever. In, Whenever you determine something, whether in commanding for your own action, then you should say inshallah. But when it is only planning, intention, niya, you want to say something what your plan is, you don't need to say inshallah. Because that's that, that not connected with action anyway. It matters not that you're going to do, matter what you want to tell, what you plan. So you know, plan can change any time. It's to do with the intentions and mm -hmm. the azim of something. So why can't it be with the past tense in that case? Because somebody asks you, um, did you do this um, for Allah's sake? Mm -hmm. And uh, you're talking in the multi then. Mm -hmm. And can you not say inshallah? You know what inshallah means? Yeah. Inshallah means it will not happen if Allah wills. And it already ha happened. Yes. So how can action then you say inshallah. If I'm narrating a story, meaning, means I said, I planned this, I said inshallah. So that is a story, you are like narrating. Hakaya, you say. Hakaya is fine. But if something has already happened, then you have to say alhamdulillah. You know, I did this alhamdulillah. Praise to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Thank to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But you don't say inshallah. Because inshallah means, except you are narrating a story, and you know, hakaya. So hakaya is fine. But you don't know really that Allah Mashiach, Allah Mashiach. But the same with the Ibn Allah, you don't know Allah's Ibn either, right? Sorry? You don't know Allah's Ibn either. No, but you have trusted him. The Mashiach basically means that you are trusting Allah's will, Allah's power. You know, either 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 and Mashiach, you know, either and Mashiach, there are two different words. You know, for example, you don't say, Be'ayimillah. Do you say like that? No. Why? It is also the same thing. Allah Sifa. You don't use any Allah attribute anywhere. Allah attributes are used in proper places. You don't say in Alim Allah. So similarly, you don't say in Adin Allah. You have to say, you know, in Inshallah. Therefore, you say. So sometimes the ilm, sometimes you Allah is Alim. You have to say Alim. Sometimes you have to say His Qadir. Sometimes you have to say that, you know, all the attributes. But not that you can use any attribute anywhere. They should be connected. Yeah. Can change Qadr. Is that changing Qadr or the will of Allah? No, no, this, this uh, you are asking another question. This is, uh, it needs much more explanation. You know, simple to understand, uh, everything here is happening in this world with the power of Allah. Everything happening with the degree of Allah. Everything happening with his destiny and with his writing, whatever he wrote, is that what will happen. But still at the same time, he sent a revelation to you and he had given you eye and our mind. You have to follow that. Because you don't know what is written. For you, what is actually is follow your eye, follow your knowledge, follow your, his revelation. But at the same time, you should know that you cannot do anything. Allah is the one. So you have to trust in Him. So to follow your knowledge, but trust him, him alone. And among the things that He has given you, you also dua. Ask Him. To, you know, and you should know that when Allah accepts dua, it must happen. 
But how he's going to change the Qadr, we don't know. Even the dua is from Qadr. It's important because this Qadr is one of the secrets of Allah Taala. Nobody can know. It's a secret. So we believers, we know Allah Taala destined everything, but also we know He commands us to do. We follow commands. What is destined, He knows better. How both go together, He knows the best. It is one of the secrets. Nobody can ever solve this. this. It is not known to anybody. It really does you know, understand this thing. Qadr really does not matter to anybody. Whether people have free will or not, this matter really doesn't matter to anybody. What matters is the command. What he has given. You know, basically, again, I'm trying to you know, this Qadr business, Qadr thing, also from Rububiyya. That should not be your concern. Your concern should be what he commanded you. Believers are not concerned about the Qadr. Believers are concerned about what? About command of Allah. So they don't want to break the command of Allah. But what he, what he decreed, as, as Qadr, it will happen. You can't, cannot change it. But that's not your concern. Your concern. That's why if something goes wrong, believers still move. They know Allah decides this, it's fine. I have to move. So they never can, never can sit around. So, Shaykh, hmm? would, would it be correct to say that Qadr is fixed, but Allah's will is not fixed? No, no. Everything, Allah's attributes, everything fixed. But for you, it is not fixed. You don't know. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's knowledge and his, what if happened a million years later, uh, uh, later and what happened in the past, both are the same thing. He could see at the same time, he knows everything at the same time. Nothing can change for you, nothing is fixed for him, everything is fixed. For you as a slave, just keep doing what he commands. Don't worry what he, you know, like a master, a master has to think really that, you know, he's going to give you a reward or something after one month. And then he says, you do this, do this. So he knows that what he's going to do, but still he wants to, you have to follow the command. Don't keep thinking what he has written for me, the reward or not. This is not your concern. Your concern is to keep following the command. Sure, I think it is so key, it's so, it's so obvious, it's so clear. Okay. Anyway, yeah. Inshallah, you have to have a condition of uncertainty of not knowing the outcome of the action. So when you say inshallah, should you then um, have this mental state of, okay, I'm not really sure what's going to happen. No, no, actually, inshallah means it is going to happen. Because you think now, yeah, now Allah, now I've done everything, and I trust in Allah, Allah will make it happen. So That's why the ulama say, in the dua, don't use inshallah. But isn't the dua that we should because, have certainty, whereas with inshallah... No, because the, what the reason is, because dua is one of the wasail of, of the ghaib, and this is the wasail of the show, means the things which you do. So you have done everything properly, and now trust in him, he will do. So if he does not do, trust in his qadr. And in dua, what you should never say, inshallah. Or say, oh Allah, do this. The Prophet said that when you ask masala, dua, you must be determined. To say, oh Allah, forgive. You don't say, oh Allah, forgive me, inshallah. If you will, no. Oh Allah, forgive me. So I'm saying with inshallah, is there not then that uncertainty? Because it's dependent on the if. Whereas in dua, we want to have that certainty that Allah will do what we're asking him to do. So there's an uncertainty with You know what Dua basically is trust in Him. Why? If you don't say Inshallah, then you trust in your actions. There's a difference. Oh. Dua is a trust in Him. Because Dua is not the normal asbab. Dua is the hidden asbab. So Dua basically means you trust in Him. So you don't need to say Inshallah there. Because it's basically like an exception. Nothing happened. But when you are making, doing something properly, then, then you are making all asbabs. So if you trust in that, it means you don't not trust in Allah Taala. Believers should not trust. For example, if I say, oh Allah, you know, I have done the prayer, to everything I will succeed, successful. This is wrong. Don't trust in your prayer. That, that should be wrong. That people should not, people should not trust in the prayer. But when you ask a dua, then you should be certain it will happen. If Allah, I ask Allah Taala, He will do it. 
So you don't say inshallah there, because the trust in Allah is there. There are the Prophet said, when you ask, nothing can stop them. Don't say inshallah. There people are not allowed to say inshallah. It should be firmly. So can we work backwards and infer the fact that the Prophet was very worried when he didn't get the revelation? meant that initially he was very sure that he was going to get the revelation. So that's why um, Allah corrected him, because he was very sure. So he was worried when he didn't get it. Yeah, you know, he was, he was sure anyway, because he was thinking it must happen. That's why so he that's promised. That's why you have to have this uncertainty that we don't know whether what, what we want to happen will happen. Uncertainty about your action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you say inshallah, then certainty. Without inshallah, it's uncertain. But with inshallah, it's certain. You know, trust in Allah, what trust in Allah? Don't trust in yourself, but trust in Him. So his mistake. So once you say Inshallah, then you know it will happen. You know, but believe that how believe that when you make dua, it will happen. So basically, Inshallah is like when you make dua, it, then you don't don't think you know, it will not happen. When believers put Inshallah, the certainty it will happen. That's how they think it. So but you say but that the Prophet was certain without adding inshallah and all he needed to do was add yeah, inshallah. Yeah, that, that. So he was trusting in his work. Last time, if I explained it, so it was like trusting in the rububiyah rather than the in the ibadah. So he should, should you know, be in, in, in the ibadah, but it means to refer to him, nobody else. You know, anyway, you know, this, you know, what I'm explaining is, it might think, whatever comes to my mind, you know, the, you know, think properly, so inshallah, maybe something can be easier. You know, yeah. Um, sorry, just back to what you said earlier. You said um, if you've got, if you've done preparation and uh, azima, then you should say inshallah. If it's just an idea, and, you know, thinking you should agree. Is it that you can't say inshallah in that case, or no? Because it is not sunnah. It is not wajib. It is not Quran saying. But you know, it is not unnecessary. It's not, it's not good. Otherwise, yeah, it is not necessary. But if somebody says it, then no, it's not against it. But for the past, you should certainly never say anything. No, yeah. no point. But for the future, you can say, but I'm trying to say this, this sunnah or not, or whatever, it is only when you determine something. With the azimah. Yeah, azimah. That's what it is. Um, yeah. What about, you know, um, in some of the prophets, I think it's like a du'a. Um, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, when he said, Tahoor, inshallah, somebody is ill, and he said to them, Tahoor, inshallah. Yeah, but you know, you understand, he's not saying, oh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala purify him. He is saying the illness will purify you. So this thing, no doubt, inshallah, if Allah, Allah wills to be his condition, because not, not everybody necessarily can, you know, this, then we have to Allah But dua is different. If he says, oh Allah, forgive him, he will never say inshallah. If he says, oh Allah, purify him, then he will not say inshallah. I thought inshallah was when Azima was in the fair. You know, Azima of your fear. Yes, yeah, so. A dua, a dua is, Allah said, when you're asking him to trust in him, Azimah is not asbab. So, you know what happened? You did all the asbab properly, worldly asbab. But uh, Quran wants you not to trust in that, trust in Allah Taala. Dua is not asbab, for worldly asbab. It, dua basically means that you ask Allah to do. That's what dua means. Dua meaning is that you ask Allah to do. To trust, then you should say, determine. So Hadith said that when you are asked, then eh, Azimah is masala. Then you should determine. Don't say inshallah. Oh, you have to have actions that you have to carry out before you make dua. Yeah, that all that's my enough to do. That's no doubt about true. That my enough dua is that whatever you make dua, do everything properly for the dua. So then when you're doing this, that's inshallah. But once you say dua, that's like inshallah basically. Dua is your inshallah. Inshallah the same. 
Yeah, basically you can say. But inshallah is more like it's just one in one. But the dua is maybe you know more that you making Allah Swata to do really. That inshallah is not a trust. But when you make a dua, it's another ibadah. You are adding something more other than your just your trust Allah Subhanahu But certainly, but one thing I also understand, though I have said this thing, that people should make all the preparation for and then to make dua. But sometime if you have no preparation, nothing. But actually, you insist on Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, come from your heart, which has no way to go other than Him. So He still can give you without any preparation. Meaning, somebody does not pray, does not fast, sinful, and you know, even actually somebody can be unbeliever, and he has no way to. And sometimes he's in condition, we have no way, and he asks Him, still He can do because Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala is Rabb of the people as well. So, but the right way of the Abd is do, then ask Him. It is ibadah. But it, it certainly it can happen. An unbeliever ask him, he will do. Fasik will ask him, he will do. Sinner will ask him, and he will listen to, to him. And because he's rough of the people. So, but right manner of the believers is do this properly and then ask him. That's what he wants you to be. For example, marry and then ask him, oh Allah, give me a son. But you don't marry and say, oh Allah, give me a son. He could be, he can drop yourself on you. He can do, but this is not the way he wants from you. You know, he wants from you to marry and then say, oh Allah, give me a son. Um, what about multiple actions in the future that are connected to one event? Um, is it, does one just say, inshallah, to all those... You know, any answer that I'm going to make, it is just my thing, I'm trying to say, you know, learn this verse of the Quran, and then, you know, analyze your condition yourself, and make ishtihad. Sometimes you look right, sometimes wrong, and Allah SWT will forgive Because I don't have an answer for every single question in this matter. Because, you know, it is, it is just my understanding, thinking about this matter. But you know, it is, it's not that I, and you can see really, so last time I said something, I forgot this time. This is how it happened. So, you know, you know, this is how I think and understand. But my, my duty here is to, to explain to you the meaning of the verse. But exactly how ever, every single case happened, it is up to you to decide. Because I don't know every single condition of the people, every single case. Quran and Sunnah never teaches, teaches you every single example of your life. It's just, you know, general guidance. And then after that, you apply to your own life. You know, sometimes you'll be right, sometimes wrong, but you keep moving on. That's how life is. So don't think that I know every answer. And even if I answer now, and, you, and, and Farhan is there recording, next time you'll ask me, and I will change my answer. So then you'll think I'm contradicting myself. But that will happen because, you know, I don't remember everything. Okay, let's move. So, وَذَكُرْ رَبَّكَ إِذَا نَسِيْتَ And remember, see how Allah SWT is doing. So, you know, it could also sometimes fine. What happened that you say, you don't say inshallah. So then what the way? Then, you know, come back, return to Allah SWT, remember Him, and, you know, repent to Him and ask Him to forgive. So that what Prophet told, like one of the Sunnah, when you start the eat, eating, say, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, you say, Bismillah, Bismillah ar-Rahim, something like that. But once you have forgotten, you know, then again remember, then say Bismillah awwalahu wa akhara, something like that. Whenever you marry your Lord, then you should you know, repent and, and mention his name. If you forget, it's not the time has gone. Still you can, you know, you, 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 you can do this. Remember him. وَقُلْ عَسَىٰ أَنْ يَهْدِيَنِي رَبِّي لِأَقْرَى مِنْ هَادَ رَشَدًا Say, you know, I hope that my Lord will guide me for something nearer than this as guide. Meaning it. When the prophets have promised people that, and I'm going to tell you the story of the people of, of the cave or other stories, he didn't say, Inshallah. So, you know, if you have forgotten, then remember if Lord and say, you know, you know I, 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 you know, I asked my Lord, he can help make this happen even in a time nearer to this. You know, this answer came after a few days, but if I remember my Lord, he can make something happen even in a time nearer to the, this one. So, it also happens when the believers do mistake, and after the mistake, they correct themselves and they repent. 
Sometimes from that mistake, he actually he creates things which is much better than what you initially planned. So you don't know, people don't know this. So what happens, I plan something, if I say, inshallah, this I hope. But I did a mistake and something went wrong. Don't worry, don't lose hope. Again, correct yourself and ask Allah Taala. from that mistake, he will generate something. You wanted to get admission in the University of Oxford, made everything, but you do say, inshallah, and it happens. Don't lose your hope. Now, again, remember Allah Taala, make intention. He will make you to get admission somewhere else, which at the end will you know, prove it was better for you. You don't know this thing. Always never lose hope. So you, you make intention, say inshallah, but if you forget, again, don't worry. Come to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, make a retribution and remember him and then ask him. And it could be that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now it can make it even easier for you. You know, he's a rabbi. You know, from all the conditions which actually looks very bad, he can make something better for you. You know, always remember one thing when all the doors are shut, he can create a new door for you. People in the world, they only open the doors, but he, he creates the door. When every door is shut, people say, now you can't go out because nothing, you don't have the key for the lock. But not for Allah. Allah can create a new door for you. So that's why don't, don't lose if hope in any condition. If you know, all the conditions become bad for you, still come to him. And he will find something even better than that what you expected before. So is it clear? Russia uh, Russia, yeah, business, you know, guides to, to success, you know, what is good for you. So you can see after the Quran always make a difference between Rashid and Rushd. So Rushd basically is when the guidance and showing the way is permanent. So like Rushd, something more firm. And Rashid is when it comes in temporary in, in any matter, it comes and goes. So like Parapa, you need his help in this matter, that's Rashad. But for example, when people reach the age of 40 years and they have full, that's Rushd. Because that will continue for a while. Yeah. So, the Yeah. So, is, uh, is it, uh, Rabbi or, I mean, how do you target this thing? You know, meaning, very often, Asa and Kaada, these fail, there is Mahdud. So, really, fail, file must be mentioned, but very often, means Asa Amru and Yahdiani, so something like that. You know, I hope the matter is that Allah SWT will guide me, something like that. So, Asa, you know, Tamir is basically Ism, and Anya Hadji Ali Akhlaim Nuhadar Asha, that is the khabar. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nasid, Nasid, when, because earlier you were saying about Inshallah should be the same mentalist, and then, well, I mean, when Allah says, you know, when you forget, then remember your Lord. Ask Him that Allah SWT, I forget to say Inshallah at that time, you know, make things easier for me, and now I lost the opportunity, something like that, but to me, Allah SWT, from this thing, from my failure, make success for me. Something like that, remember your Lord, come to Him. Now, how can you say Inshallah? If still there is possible, then say Inshallah, but no, at least repent. So anyway, you know, I think I, I have explained this verse you know, enough. To, uh, I think I, now we should move, yeah? Now, what's the, what, why is this verse, what did, what did it come here um, in this part of the whole story? What's um, in the midst of talking about, you know, say, and then the verse after, which some people say is connected to the one before, so why this, like, um, get of this verse? Uh, that's a good question, really. That I, I, I didn't look properly. So I don't think I really remember any. This is a good question. Why this author has come here? Especially between the two ayahs, which other people say they're connected, right? Actually, it could be.
because it is very corrected for, from before Kusandi, Qurra bi a'alaw bi'addatim ma ya'alam illa qaleel, fala tumare fihim illa miradha. The Quran now teaching in minor, to then all those connected. It could be because it is following from that, it is how fala tumare fihim illa miradha, ghaheran ula tastastif fihim minu mahada. Then after that, Quran teaching, it, it, how it is connected. So when you can see, later the verse is coming, قُلِ اللَّهُ أَعْلَمُ بِمَا لَبِثُ You see? And then after that comes, I made اللَّهُ غَيْبُ السَّمَاوَاتِ وَرْدَ أَوْصُلِ بِوَاسِمِ عَمَالُهُ مِنْ دُونِ وَرِيْهِ This is nothing to do with the story of Ashab al-Kahfa. But because Quran is using that, that connection to something, to teach something more important. So it could be that when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that you don't discuss the story so much, And to then it is connected also to other manners as well. So don't dispute, don't argue, and also remember this. Okay, I think I have to think more if I find anything new, inshallah, next week. I'll, I'll mention, yeah. Shaykh, uh, when, when we read the surah, do we assume that the verses were revealed in, within a particular surah in the order that they, they, they are today? No, this, 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 no, it's not necessarily. But still, we, uh, we assume that the way the Quran is, it must have a connection. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, no, yeah, no, it's right. It's not, it's not like that, yeah. It could be something what we read later, it could have revealed earlier. Revelation did not follow this order. So our order of revelation was different. But still, when it is a book, it must have a relation, connection. Yeah, no, you're right. It could be actually connected with something like that, what Allah says. But anyway, now time is finished. So everybody thinks and refers to the books and see how the connection and are. So I'll see if I can find some more explanation, inshallah. So let's stop it here, inshallah.